The Jeep Celebration event is here, which means great deals on the SUVs built to stand the test of time are waiting. Hurry in before time runs out. FCA vehicle owners financing at $4,750 total cash allowance on select 2020 Grand Cherokee Laredo 4x4 models and dealer stock the longest. On oldest 20% inventory of 2020 Grand Cherokee Laredo models as of 3-3-2020 in dealer stock. Current vehicle must be registered for 30 days. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery by 3-31-2020. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to the show. <laughs> That's our little. Hey guys, how you guys doing tonight? Good. How are you, Christian? Fabulous. Tonight. I'm doing wonderful. <laughs> Got me a MacBook today. Yay! Yay! Congratulations. That's awesome. Did you get, did you get it uh, from from uh, the Mac store or somewhere else? I got it from Best Buy. Oh, awesome! Do you like it? I love it. I love it. I'm still doing some stuff to it because it's new and it has to do that whole update thing. But right, um, this will be the last week I'm using my Windows PC Welcome. because my Windows PC is giving me so many problems. Welcome to the dark side, my friend. Welcome yeah, absolutely. Team Apple <laughs> all day, every day. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. And so you're going to find a lot. I mean, you're going to be so, I th- honestly think you're going to be so happy with it because truthfully, there's a, such a d- d- difference, d- d- difference <laughs> between <laughs> Apple and uh, Windows machines. And people think, oh, what could be the biggest difference? But really, the usability of it and the ease of it and everything working together. And as they say on the, on the Apple commercials, it just works. It just works. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's been a world of a difference in the few hours that I've had it. So, yeah. Good. I, I was playing with it and um, someone called me and it started ringing on the, on the computer. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, I, yeah. So I was, and I pressed at the answer and I was like, hello? Yes. And I was like, hey, what's up? I was like, oh my God, I didn't realize this even happened. So, <laughs> yes, I love does. that already. Yeah. And also, um, yeah, but speaking of MacBooks and, and everything, I actually have one, I have MacBook Pro. And I actually, um, mine stopped working about a month ago and the screen stopped working. And so anyway, I took it into the, the Apple store, Genius Bar, went in there and in two minutes, the guy said, okay, I know what's wrong with it. And he said, it's covered, even though it wasn't under warranty anymore, they still covered it because it was their fault because it was some kind of soldering issue. Anyway, so they fixed it. They sent it off two days later, I get it back. Okay. Mm-hmm. My, my MacBook had dents in the dents in the back of it, dents in the bottom, all the feet in the bottom are missing. I mean, it was just like going to the ringer mm-hmm. and they replaced the whole thing, the back, the screen, the underside. It did not charge me a cent. Wow. So that's one reason I love Apple. Because they yeah. take care of their customers. So mm-hmm. good for you, Jason. Congratulations. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so tonight's show, we're talking about politics. You're going to get to know what we think about 
certain issues, political issues, mm-hmm. uh, ranging the gamut of things. We're talking about those things tonight. Also, of course, a few uh, pop culture things towards the end of the show. So if you want to call into the show, by the way, you can call in at 214-377-0481. And you can talk to Christian or to Jason or myself. And you can make your voice heard um, and also if you want to email us you can email each of us have our own email address at gayxyz.com you can email jason at gayxyz.com christian at gayxyz.com or donovan at gayxyz.com and you can ask us questions you can ask for advice you can tell us you hate our fucking guts whatever mm-hmm. you want to say send me a love letter yes we are <laughs> open okay so if you want to if you have comments or you have suggestions we're happy to hear them but we do not promise we're going to take it well. Okay. Anyway. So, <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, I just thought we'd talk about a little a little bit about some political stuff. And um, there's so many different things going on this year, of course, because next year is the uh, election year in the United States of America. So, first, I want to talk to you about what are your thoughts about President Obama so far? Thus, he's almost at the end of his term, second term. And so, ha- having had him as the first African-American president in this country... What did that mean to either one of you? Did it mean anything to you? And does it? Do you think he's done a good job and kept his promises? Anyone? Well, <laughs> well I mean, I voted for him uh, both terms. Um, it, it it was it was definitely an uh, a historic thing because you know we've never had an African American president before. Um, and I did not vote for him just because he was African American. Let me be very clear about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I voted for him because I felt like he um, was the one that could do um, the best job, the best at the job. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it was. But it, it also came with you know it, it's historic moments. I mean, you have an African American president, African American first lady, um, and it was just. He, to me, he also came off as very, well, he still is. He comes off as very um, charismatic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I love because it's like he's, he, he it's like he's kind of smooth and suave with it, but kind of like in a charismatic, fun-loving kind of way. Like, you know. It's like he's sophisticated, but down to earth. Exactly. Right? Like he's, like he's yeah. the only president that I know of that. You know, is willing to do like comedy skits with like BuzzFeed and exactly you know, that type of stuff. I, I, I mean, I can't think of a president that's done in the past. Well, he's kind you of know. one of the first to really be on that the pulse of like that generation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one reason why. And he also, I think that the fact that he's younger than most presidents have been. He was in his forties, early what is his early forties? I think when he when he took over, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that makes him like one of the youngest presidents ever. Uh, so he can really relate, I think, a lot more to Generation X, Y, or Z than can uh, someone like George Bush, who mm-hmm. you know has no idea what the fuck they are. So, um, yeah. So you, so you, you're happy with the job he's done, then? I'm, I'm, I'm overall happy with the job that he's done. I mean, there's been some hiccups and you know that type of thing, but it's. I mean, every president has its you know down moments or whatever, mm-hmm. but you know he captured Osama bin Laden. Um, yeah, that's a big deal, by the way. Yeah, which is a huge deal. Which I don't understand how no one else could track this motherfucker down, but he. <laughs> um, yeah. So and um, you know, plenty of the you know you know uh, just it's just a lot of things. I mean, that was one of the main other things. I think I think something else happened within the past eight years. I can't remember at the moment, but 
I know it was Osama bin Laden, and it was something else that happened, which, oh my god, my mind just went blank. But, overall... I well, was... the economy, for one thing, mm-hmm. he inherited an economy from George Bush, the moron, mm-hmm. um, that actually was put our country in the toilet, and so he inherited a bunch of bullshit. The mm-hmm. economy was down... Uh, jobs were down, and also the um, Wall Street was like going under, whatever. The banks were going under, whatever. All this was happening when he took over, and the man orchestrated it with with a, with a Republican Congress and everybody else who hated his fucking guts, basically, um, and actually made this stuff happen anyway. Ultimately, turned everything around. Now our country has um, is on the way out of all this bullshit, or we are out of it for the most part. So he turned all that around. I think that's that's great and that's wonderful. But also, I just want to say, for me, he has, as I've said before, he's done more for gay rights than any president ever in history of this country. He not only has he done more for our rights, he's also uses uses our name when he speaks about Americans and in, in a concert with with men, women. Um, Christians, Muslims, gay, lesbian. I mean, he says, you know what? He includes us. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big deal. So I, I like him. I, I think when I, you know, I, I think he could have done more in some instances, but overall, the man has done a fucking lot and he deserves respect. That's what I think. What about you, Christian? Agreed. Well, his first term, you gotta remember, I'm young. So his first term, what were you like two? seven years ago, uh, election, yeah, I, I wasn't. 18 yet so i couldn't vote yeah um so i'll be honest at that age when you kind of have no sort of rights when it comes to vote of voting of course i knew what was going on um uh, but i wasn't paying attention to it and then the second time around i kind of knew that it was a, a shoe in to continue his presidency um and to be honest i think if if uh, we could choose to have him as president for another four years. Most people would probably do that. Um, yeah, I agree. <laughs> but um, I feel like just as somebody that this since he's the only president I've known as far as a uh, president that I can give my opinion to or that I can pay attention to based on what's going on in society and in our government. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's done a really nice job at listening to everybody. Um, I feel like he's worked in concert with um, his Republican um, peers and as well as his Democrat peers. And I feel like he's done a great job kind of bringing everybody together for one moral good. Um, Cause he could have easily um, uh, gosh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? He could have easily um, done more gun control type of things you know what i mean but he's he's been respectful to uh the types of people that don't want gun control yeah. in this country you know what i'm saying yeah yeah um i'm having a tr- i'm he's having just trouble been, looking at the specific word i'm looking for but well he's very he's very balanced and and and, and he you know equal i don't know the word either but i know what you're trying to say <laughs> thank you yeah. um and i feel like if if it wasn't that if uh, that wasn't the case, if it if we had gotten a Republican president, then uh, that might not be the case right about now. You know what I mean? And I think it's really important that as we move into next year and as it gets down to the nitty gritty into um, who's going to be running for president specifically, uh, I think it's important to respect everybody's views um, and understand that each president candidate 
a presidential candidate does hone in on something that is important for our country. You know what I mean? Sure. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And, and one of the big issues right now and that we're dealing with as gay people on this country is, um, you know, now that we've got gay rights in terms of gay marriage, um, mm-hmm. if you've read anything about Kim Davis in Virginia, is it Virginia or Kentucky? Kentucky, uh, whom is the, like, I don't know, registrar or whatever the fuck she is. She, she does the fucking wedding licenses there or whatever in her county in Kentucky. And she ha- is refusing and has refused for months now or whatever to issue gay marriage licenses because it's against her religious uh, belief system. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is since the Supreme Court has ruled that you have to allow gay marriage, that means any uh, federal agency has to comply. And the, the, the deal about religious freedom is, is that, okay, so if you personally are religiously against it, or for whatever reason, or against your religion, mm-hmm. then you can say, okay, I choose not to issue this license. That's legal. However, you cannot, it, that means that someone has to accommodate the people. Mm. They still have to be able to get married. So, But what she's been doing has been saying, okay, I will not issue your license because it's against God or whatever she says, but also mm-hmm. no one else in my office will either. And so she's she's not she's breaking the law. So she has been in jail now for like a day, and she got out today mm. actually. And she's been there longer. Yes, she's been there longer. <laughs> but she the reason she got out is because the judge asked her said if you sign this sign this, and it says basically that she states that she will no longer um, prevent her coworkers from issuing licenses uh, to gay people. And if she does, and she's back in jail, so that's why she's out now. But anyway, my but point. Go ahead. I, I don't. Well, my question I, was going to be I, about I, religious I, no, freedom. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, my question was going to be about religious freedom. So, does she have the right? I mean, when you're religious, you have a religious belief system about something. Is, is does that supersede the law, or does the law supersede your religious freedom, uh, as you may put it? As long as there, it's legal to deny somebody of service. I do not think that if that if that's against your religious belief i think that's fine just don't do it you know what i mean don't put yourself in that situation either uh but when it becomes illegal to deny anybody any type of service then that's when i think it's appropriate i personally am not a big fan of um uh religion and politics uh just because i don't you know our country is a melting pot i don't think it's quite fair to base all our laws and politics on one religion um just because it's not fair for society as a whole. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, obviously. obviously yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, not everybody thinks that way. But. What about you, Jason? I mean, my thing is that if she doesn't want to do this because of her religious beliefs, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I think my problem is that don't go around and tell your coworkers or your you know acquaintances, whatever the case may be, that you know just because you know you have a belief in this particular thing and you don't want it done you're trying to persuade other people to you know to take the same action as you're taking i don't think that's right, right. Well, but she believes um, she's a god warrior and she's yeah well i believe then... i believe i'm fucking i don't know tom cruise right now or something and i want to be a superstar and i am because i say i am or whatever and i have millions of dollars i don't know I mean, I can believe whatever the fuck I want. I can believe whatever the fuck I want. But if it impedes upon someone else's rights as a human being, a civil rights, we're not talking about religion. We're talking about civil liberties. And that is where you cross the line from religious freedom, as she puts it, to civil rights. And that's why it's an issue, because she is preventing people from getting married based on her religious beliefs. She doesn't have to issue the license, but someone else in her office is required to do so. Right. So exactly. I don't know. I just feel like when people, 
when sometimes people can't have their way, they'll use that excuse of like, oh, it's against my religion or Oregon. It seems like that's been happening a lot um, within recent months. Um, of course, because well, we're getting well, because all right. Yes. Exactly. It's just one of those things. I'm just like, oh, here we go. Someone else bringing up because it's because of their religion. Well, I would say to Kim Davis, if I were in front of her right now, I would say, well, your hair is against my religion. <laughs> But exactly. <laughs> come on, girl, you better catch a bottle of frisky. <laughs> but that's the problem. She's so anti-gay that no one will she do her hair. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, I mean, but she does. I mean, she does live in you know Kentucky. No exactly. offense to anyone who lives in Kentucky. Okay, but you know what else but... is? <laughs> I know what, she, she what, does. What upsets me though is I don't understand how somebody can morally say. I don't wish the well-being of everybody. You know what I mean? I don't get that. Because don't, she's psychotic and she believes. I just don't understand. I don't. She's a heartless bitch. I don't. Go. It's not even that. She probably, look, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. She probably has, she's probably like a really religious person and she tries to be pious even though she's been divorced twice and married to the same guy twice and been divorced four times total, whatever. Anyway, whatever. I'm sure she has some, some good qualities somewhere down deep inside her, her bushy hair. But, I think honestly, she actually uh, believes. I mean, she. I don't think it. She. I know she. She believes that what she's doing is "quote unquote" God's work. So when you are so religious, and this is why I, I'm not religious at all, as I've mentioned. Um, but I, this is why I have a problem with some people who are really religious like this, evangelicals like this, because they push aside reason for religion. And in my opinion, religion is not reasonable, but that's just my opinion. If you want to believe in a religion, that's fine. If you if you take solace in it and it gives you comfort, or if you uh, want to live your life according to its code, whatever, fine. But to actually believe everything that your pastor tells you or the Bible tells you or whatever to the, to the literal, literal word of what it says and say, well, God says this to me no matter what. You can say God says anything you want to you. God said, told me, you know, whatever. You can say whatever the fuck you want. So I think when people pushed over the line from reason to nutso, like this crazy woman, I think there's an issue. And so that's why, and she's in the position of power. So if someone is in, is that religious, I don't think they should be able to work for a government agency because they're unable to do their job. That's what I think. Right. Okay. Well, and clearly they're working in misery because I'm sure she's not the only one. No, I'm sure she's. Well, no, I'm sure she's not the only one. No. Did God tell her to go out and wear that god awful long sleeve shirt with that lime green toothpaste looking <laughs> shirt that she has on over it? Did God I, tell her to do that? I think she so. Looks like a fucking mess. I think so. I think she so. She looks a little slow too. She she does look a little slow. The other thing before we move on is that's really sad and ironic is that she, well, to me it's sad, is that she makes $85,000 a year in Kentucky, which is a lot of money. A lot of in money in Kentucky. Um, that's a lot of fried chicken. Yes. <laughs> and she makes $85,000 a year, yet the the uh, median income in her county is $13,500 a year. Wow. Um, and so, a lot of fried chicken. That's why I love I'm fried just, chicken. Spam. <laughs> I'm just saying, it just seems like really, um, there's it doesn't seem right. Anyway, okay, so what about... Um, the death penalty. I want to talk about the death penalty. And the reason I do is because um, 
people were gay, straight, whatever, have different opinions on this, but I think uh, the death penalty, you're either for it and you think, okay, someone murders someone, an eye for an eye, whatever, they should be murdered. And other people feel that it's wrong to kill people and it only it's only up to God if you believe in God to do that, or if you don't right. believe in God, it's not, it's not a human's right to do that. So what do you guys think about the death penalty? I used to be for it. Um... But in in some ways, I'm kind of against it. I'm only against it because, well, let me explain myself and then we'll come to a conclusion there. Okay. I used to be for it. I used to be like, if you kill somebody and they give you the death penalty, then, you know, sorry. But then now my thing is that I feel like maybe as I've gotten older over time, I feel like when you get the death penalty, I kind of feel like that's like the easy way out. Mm-hmm. Um, Rather than having so, to live in prison or something. Exactly. I, t- to me, I would have, I would, you know, I would have much more satisfaction knowing that you're sitting in prison for the rest of your life and your life because I want you to think about what the fuck you right. did. When you wake up every day, I want to know. I want you to know why you're in there. Mm-hmm. So, and I feel like that's the only reason that I'm somewhat against it. I guess. But um, that's just my thing. Because I'm like, when you wake up every morning in that 12 by 12 jail cell, sleeping on that, you know, metal frame mattress, <laughs> I want when every fucking morning when you get up, I want you to wake up and, and I want you to know why you're in there. I, I agree with you for the most part. I think I, I used to, when I was younger, I used to think the death penalty was just or whatever. But as I've gotten older, I've actually changed my mind. And the reason is because... I think that there's only one instance in when in in which the death penalty should ever be utilized, and that is when you have irrefutable evidence that the person who did the crime did it, and that there's no question at all. Like there's apt like you have a video of them committing the murder, or I don't know whatever. There's irrefutable evidence that this person killed this person, or whatever. And in that instance, if the death penalty is merited, okay. But most of the time, most people on death row are there for circumstantial evidence or whatever, mm-hmm. and you never know. And so, and there's all these people getting off death row now because of DNA uh, that has cleared them from being the perpetrator or whatever. So I don't. That's why. That's why I'm against the death penalty because I don't think you can ever, unless you absolutely know without a doubt that someone murdered someone else, that, that I don't think it's. I don't think it's right. Um, so what do you think, Christian? Well, not to mention half of the people that are on death row that have murdered people are probably sociopathic. So I think, Jason, you know, you kind of want them to live in their own misery. But a lot of times also they'll tell you if it happened again, I'd kill him again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, I'm not educated as much as I should be on this topic. But as you're explaining it a little bit, Donovan, you know, I definitely agree because a lot of times there uh, people do go uh, go away for um, mistrial or without a reasonable doubt or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree unless it's 100 percent. And nowadays we're running out of room in these jails. Yeah. Uh, Well, that's the other thing. Did you know that the majority now in this country of prison systems are run by private entities and not the government? And as a result of that, their businesses and the the states and everybody else gets a big chunk of the money. And so they're not run by the government. They're run by the states. And that's I mean, that's not a good thing. Um, Not the states. I mean, Mm -hmm. by private companies. Right. So, yeah. So the judicial system is also kind of fucked up. Well, that's what. that's what I, I was. I just want to. I mean, it's like stop giving people, stop giving people, you know, three year sentences for shoplifting. I mean, those that's are, what I'm they saying. Spend three years in prison for taking a stick of gum. That's what I'm you saying. Know? There's an incentive. There's an incentive now for people to be put into prison because people profit from it. Is what I'm saying. That's exactly right. And so there's more of an incentive. And actual, actually, there have been judges 
who have had investments in these private companies and prisons whom they send people to the prisons that they invest in so they can make more money. And, you know, this is found out later after the fact often, but they still stay in prison. So, I mean, this is why it's it's wrong. I think it's just a wrong thing. I believe that because um, a family member of mine uh, was arrested for driving on a suspended license, which he honestly, he says that he didn't know anything about it because the state didn't notify him or anything of that case, whatever. It he didn't have an expiration ju- date on his license? Uh, no, it was, no, but he received a speeding ticket. And so I guess he didn't pay it or, but he said the state was supposed to notify him to give him a certain date to pay and they never notify him, yada, yada, yada. Okay. So he ended up getting arrested for a traffic stop. He spent a week in jail over a traffic violation. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean, like, stuff like that is just like, come on, I really get to spend a week in jail for a traffic violation. No, and you know, you know, I mean, you know, people are treated differently, you know, based on race and religion and culture and color and everything else. That's true. That's true. But it's just like, but I, but now we're, you know, since we're talking about, it, I was like, it's a little stuff like that because at the end of the day, it's all a money thing. Unfortunately, so, you know, it's all about trying to pay as much money as you possibly can for your freedom, and you know, and, and throwing these people in here for these, you know, petty little crimes. I mean, right, right. It's, it's just, it's just absurd to me. What about um, euthanasia? You guys know what euthanasia is? Yeah, euthanasia. No, it's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, murder with gas. No, it's not murder with gas. Uh, it's uh, I'm, I'm not trying to say that because I'm like, oh, do you know what euthanasia is? I'm just saying because I didn't know because not everybody knows what the word euthanasia means. So euthanasia is when someone who's terminally ill is allowed to end their own life with assisted suicide. So, like, when your dog, for example, is dying and he's ill and he's not going to recover, you you euthanize him. So that's what euthanasia is. Um, So the question is, is should euthanasia be legal around throughout the country? In some states, it's legal. In other, most states, it's not. Um, Or should it not be legal? What the fuck is going on? Somebody is like banging against the wall. What's the difference (laughs) between that and if somebody is on life support and like pulling the plug on life support? Well, the difference is if life's if they're 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 awake. First of all, typically they're right. awake and they're they're telling you they want you to pull the plug themselves. It's not like you have to make the decision for them. Right. That's the okay. difference. So, do you think that that's acceptable or unacceptable practice? Mm. I, I think that if that's what you want to do and you're a terminally ill person, I think that's that's fair. What about you, Jason? I agree. If, if it's agreed upon and, you know, family members have agreed to come to this conclusion and, you know, if they don't want to see their, you know, family member, you know, suffering and, you know, that type of thing, then. Well, it's really more of the person's. It's really this is really more about the person's, yeah. the person's. Decision. Oh, well, I mean, if I mean, if 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 I mean, if that's something they want to do and I mean, I, I mean, clearly, I'm sure they've thought it through. Let me put it this way so to you, though. I would say, yeah. Let me couch it this way. Let's say both of you were terminally ill mm-hmm. and you were dying of cancer and you were in severe pain mm-hmm. and the morphine wasn't working anymore. I mean, nothing was working and you there was no doubt that you were going to die. You were terminal. Mm-hmm. Would you at that point, let's say you've been writhing in pain for months and you just you were horrible. Would you want someone to assist you in dying or not at that point if that is what i personally wanted to do and my my other person complied absolutely okay and what about you jason i agree as well 
Okay. Me too. That was easy. Okay. Kay. So. <laughs> uh, uh, back to this Kim. Uh, well, yeah, Davis go ahead. Kim Davis, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So I was watching the clip a little bit earlier, and when she was free from jail, they were playing Eye of the Tiger. Oh lord! I'm like, bitch, you only in jail for a day. <laughs> like, why are you walking out as if you've been in jail for like 17 years? Or because it's the moral of it, and her followers feel like she is, you know, um, vindicated. Uh, thank you. Yes, but she's not. Yeah. She's a fucking idiot. She's not. I don't want to pay any more attention to her. No, she and she's just a fucking moron. I mean, the people who are following her and look up to her, people like Mike Huckabee, who were there by her side, who's a fucking senator or whatever the fuck he is, and he's running for president on the Republican moron side. Yes. Um, but he is. But she, she, she. People who follow her and him and people like that are just sheep. I'm sorry, and they really have no concept of what is fair or what is equal all they give a fuck about is what their racist little bigoted motherfucking hearts say that's it they don't give a fuck about what's but right I, I don't understand why they're so passionate about this because is just because why because i'll tell you why because this country the country's political system has taken on gay rights the the, the left the democratic side or whatever has taken it on as a pro gay rights issue the right is taking it on as a anti-gay rights issue and it has polarized this country against gay people and have made gay people the enemy and since the 60s since the 70s and that time during anita bryant and all that kind of stuff i don't even know who she was but anyway um during this whole time period we were made to be evil pedophiles and horrible people who didn't have any morals and all this other stuff and made out to be what everybody says we were at the time and disgusting sexual perverts and deviants. And so that the the the, 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 the what's the word I'm looking for? The religious right took that cause and ran with it and because of Anita Bryant ran with it and made us the scapegoats for all of the fucking shit they hate in this country about what's wrong with them with the world and made us their enemy. And so ever since then it has polarized both parties and now both parties um, have either pro-gay or negative or negative negative gay thoughts. And these people who are following Kim Davis are the fucking right wing evangelical nutbags, the oh, right wing oh. Republican morons. That is why they are so passionate about it because to them we are the enemy. We they we're evil. We're Satan. God hates us. God's against us because the, the Bible says X, Y, and Z about being gay. Lies. That's a lie. That's why. That's why. So anyway, sorry, but. Oh, they pissed me off. Anyway, okay, so um, what about affirmative action? We're going for it. Um, <laughs> you think this is so funny. Go, keep going. I do. Go on. Um, affirmative action, I, I'm i okay with it. Okay. Um, you th- my, my question is, do you think that affirmative action is still necessary in the United States? Yes. Yes, and why do you think that? <sighs> do I really have to answer this? Well, don't, don't make it a long old diatribe. Just make it like about well, a two or three minute what, thing. It's, but see, if I answer this, it's going to be long. So Just give um, me a, a clip. Like, say, because we still need it. Or because, you know, what are you, what are you thinking? Because there's still racism in America. When, what are you thinking? A lot of, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, racism. There's a lot of, you know job place you know workplace discrimination and that type of thing that's just my thing i just i agree with i mean i support it because you do have a lot of 
jobless discrimination, you have a lot of racism, you know, you have all that shit still going on. So well, yeah. inequity. There's a lot of inequity. It's not mm-hmm. it's not equal. And in my the way I look at it is is the real the whole reason we ever needed affirmative action in this country is because people don't start off in the same starting point in life mm-hmm. and whether it's race or socioeconomic or whatever and this was to get people at the starting line all on the same starting line mm-hmm. and that's how i look at it and so as long as there's racism in america we still need affirmative action not just for mm-hmm. black people but for hispanics and asian and everybody so that's how i think is it do you agree with that jason i agree i agree great Good. What about you, Christian? I think that is a no fucking brainer. Okay. Well, I would too, but some people don't. Right. Uh, well, as you know, <laughs> as my as my generation is growing up, you know, we we doing good. You doing good, girl? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, two more things, and we'll move on. Uh, that would be immigration. Uh, do you think illegal immigrants should be given access to government subsidized health care? And uh, tuition and things like that, uh, who are illegal, not legal aliens, but you know, illegal aliens. I mean, why not? They're already here. They're working. Right. Why not? So do you think they should be sent back to where they came from or no? Not? Okay. No. It's, that is just, that ain't in the budget. But, uh, <laughs> um, well, Donald Trump certainly thinks it seems to think that we should send them well, all Trump back. a lot of stupid shit. Yes, so, he does. Well, okay. I'm going to give my honest opinion. Okay, and please I do. I really need you guys to educate me. Mm-hmm. So, do... do my, if you're an illegal immigrant, mm-hmm. no. However, I do think that um, illegal immigrants... Uh, the, the whole situation is an impossible situation to ignore or, or to try to fight. It's just not what it is. Right. However, I do feel like if you... If you if you're on the track to become an American citizen from immigration and you do become an American citizen, absolutely, why not? You're an American citizen. But I don't think it's fair for uh, an illegal immigrant to come to this country and then just cash out on all our benefits. You know what I mean? I agree with you. I agree with you. And what I think about this is this. I think if you're an illegal immigrant to America, I don't care if you're Mexican or French or German or whatever, it doesn't matter what you are. If you're not an actual citizen of this country, I don't think we should have to pay for your kids to go to school or for you to have health care or whatever. You should have to pay for that yourself. That's how I think. Now, however, I also think this, though. I think that if you are an illegal immigrant, you've been here for a long time, you've been you've made a life here, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I do believe the United States of America should somehow give them some sort of route to citizenship, meaning, mm-hmm. um, yes, they crossed, they came illegally, blah, blah, blah. That's wrong. They should have some sort of penalty for that. And then they can get in, they can get actual citizenship by whatever, working or whatever the fuck they want to do, going to college, I don't right. know, whatever. I think there should be a route to citizenship, but I do not I do not think that they should have the benefits we have either. Absolutely not. It's like a job. You gotta do your your sixty days, your ninety days before your health your insurance kicks in. <laughs> right. Jason. You, know, you gotta do your time. Do you disagree, Jason? I disagree. Okay. So you think they should just be able to come over? So I can go I can go over to Mexico like I want to, but let's go to Mexico or Canada or France, and I can go there, and I can sneak into the country and not get a visa and work there and uh, not have any access and have access to everything that they have in terms of their but here, medical But and here's else. my thing. I think that when people... People originally come to America, you know, to better better themselves, better their lives. Great. Awesome. So my thing is, but a lot of people don't 
have the finances to go through it in the legal process. This is the way I think. I feel like starting off, they don't have the finances to do it. I don't so think that's they true, come over Jason. Here illegally, and then maybe work, save money, and then try to do it the legal way later on down the road. But do you realize how much it costs for them to get over here in the first place? Most of the time, most of the time they don't. First of all, they don't come through like the checkpoints or whatever because that get, there's a record of that, obviously, and they can find out that they're here illegally and never they never leave. So they always they usually sneak in through mules and things like that, and people who sneak them in the country, which they have to pay them tons and tons of money to do just for mm-hmm. one person. So my point is, is that I don't think it's about the uh, financial part of it. I think it's just about um, the fact that it's easier to sneak across and not it's it's easier to 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 um, to break a law and ask for forgiveness than to go through the actual process. I think you know what I mean. So I don't think it's about the money, but whatever. Um, uh, so anyway, that's that's that. Last one is going to be about uh, where is it? Uh, oh, pot, pot use. Do you either one mm-hmm. of you use pot, or have you ever used pot? Either one of you. I think everybody can say they've smoked pot at some point in their life. Um, I do think that marijuana should be legalized um, to the extent of prescription. Uh, you only think it should be a prescription and not legalized for recreational use. <sighs> First of all, let me say that I have, I have never in my life used a recreational drug. Not one. I'm square okay. as they come. Well, for, forgive me for assuming. <laughs> <laughs> but I but I do believe but I do believe that pot marijuana use should be legalized recreationally. And the reason is because, in my opinion, and what my research I've seen and people I've been told, blah, 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 it is very similar to alcohol in terms of its effect. It's not. Sure. It, it, it's it's a natural thing, right? It's not like right. it's uh, a pharmaceutical drug Mm -hmm. so i do not think that um so i think it should be both medical for medicinal uses as well as for uh, recreational why do you think it should only be used for medicinal uses because i don't want to be um at mcdonald's with like a secondary high i've had a secondary high actually from a depeche mode concert i don't want that i don't want that you know what i mean like why do i have to be subject to that because it's the same it's the same as somebody who smokes you don't like being around smokers either right i don't like so then you have then you have a smoking section and a non-smoking section just like you have for smokers it's no different you don't have to be around it unless you don't want you only want to be around it people that you know who smoke pot that's different i mean you know, I have friends who smoke pot, and they don't smoke it around me because then I don't, I don't want to be around right. it. And if I want to be around it, I'll be around it. But if I'm walking around doing my thing, I'm in my mode. I'm being, you know, positive, successful, sickening. And then all of a sudden, I walk into somebody's whiff, get a little secondary high, slows me down the rest of the day. I ain't got time for that. That's Please. Not for me. It is no different than cigarette smoking. Please. It's the same thing. I was about thing. to say that. It's the same <laughs> thing. Because it the, the effects on you in terms of, like... I mean, I'm sure you could get a high or whatever, like you were saying, to some degree, but you have to be around it for a lot longer than a whiff. You're not just going to whiff and go, ooh! I mean, you're not going to go high all of a sudden. <laughs> you have to actually be around it for a sustained few minutes, at least. So, anyway, I just think that's ludicrous, but whatever. Jason, what do you think? Um, It's already getting to the point. I mean, Colorado's already legalized it, and, you know, people are, you know, happy as fuck over there. So... <laughs> um, <laughs> I, and, I mean, it's, it's getting to that point. I mean, isn't there another state that that just legalized it? Or yeah. So I mean, it, it's getting to that point already. My thing is, just go ahead and legalize it. People have already smoked it. I mean, I have not run across a person that said, that has told me that they have never. Well, besides you, you did today that, <laughs> that they've never smoked, you know, marijuana or at least tried it. I've never smoked marijuana. I never tried it. 
<laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I was like, but well, besides you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm but, special. I mean, I don't see any harm in it. I mean, I, I would be I, I'd be more against the alcohol than, I mean, than fucking... Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like marijuana. you smoke, you smoke a few a few joints. Apparently, you get pretty, you know, um, lethargic. You know, so you're just gonna stay home and watch TV mm-hmm. and eat chips or whatever funyuns. But when you're actually uh, drinking, you get into a car and you think you can do whatever the fuck you want, and you go and kill somebody. It's just a big exactly. Huge difference. I, I, I personally have never heard of anyone killing someone because they were so high you know in a car accident because it hasn't ever happened <laughs> it's i mean it's only with alcohol i've never heard i mean i'm not this one i'm just trying to prove a point just saying that i've never heard that happen where it's like oh my god i was so high i killed a family of four right so right. you know that that's my thing but legalize it, it it's, it's already getting to that point i feel it's like it's gonna happen i mean it's gonna yeah. happen there's no denying it but also because the money is so good so oh my goodness yeah. gracious yeah the government wants i just would money. hate to see our society dazed and confused please oh please they this is you're like some old woman from like the 20s talking about about prohibition or something aggressive and working hard <laughs> and chasing their money and being ambitious it's too late, but just I because you just because you smoke pot doesn't mean you're not a hard-working person I, I, hey i'm not saying that see but i feel as the general public no you just did you not just say marijuana makes people lethargic it does it doesn't mean that you can't right. function on it though it doesn't mean you go out so, you go to work and you start smoking pot in the middle of a meeting i mean that no Nobody, come on, unless you're a rap star or something. I also have to think about, like, the youth, right? I, I went to high school with a lot of people that smoke pot, and it, mm-hmm. like, messed up their, their, their wiring, their brains. That's because they're addicts, not because they're well, I know, pot. Well, I know that, but I'm saying if it becomes a, 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 legal, substance, or a legal substance, then our, our minors have, uh, it's easier for them to get it, and then they're they're mushing their brains before they're even grown. That's going to happen regardless. But my point is I was the same age as these kids were then and people around me. And some of us chose to do pot and some of us didn't. It has nothing to do with whether we had access to it or not. Cause it's still right. Be but if it becomes a society's expectation that, you know, it's legal and everybody does it. Well, it's going to be the same way. It becomes legal. They're going to put limitations on it or legal stip- you know, stipulations. stipulations. Just like you do for cigarettes. You have to be I at least 18 and purchase cigarettes. If they legalize it nine times out of 10, it's going to be the same way for marijuana i agree i mean it's not like it's not like they're gonna have you know a you know nine-year-old to go into the store and she can he or she can go by oh, yeah. you know obviously not yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know but i mean it's probably gonna be the same thing we have to be at least 18 to purchase cigarettes you have to be at least 18 to yeah. purchase some marijuana so i mean all right, know. all right, all right. Well, that's the soft. That's a soft show on pol- political stuff. Now, you have anything well, to talk hey, about? Uh, are you guys Are you guys open to talking about who you're? If you were to vote today, who are you going to vote for? Yeah, Bernie Sanders for me. Me too. What yeah. about you, Jason? I'm undecided. <laughs> but you have to vote. You have to vote today. If it, who, you, who would you vote for? If you had to vote today. <sighs> Today, I, based no, on I what you know, which may not be much bad because you don't, you're not the interested. But see, in politics. I, I don't know enough about the candidates. That's I what you have to vote today. Vote. <laughs> <laughs> you got a gun to your um, head. Pick somebody. Are you Democrat or are you Republican? I'm Democrat. Okay. Thank are God. you going to vote for Hillary Clinton or are you going to vote for Bernie Sanders? 
See, but then y'all want to say millennials, people in their twenties, they don't, they don't vote, they don't. But I need, I need more. Inf- I don't want to. I, I, I want to say Hillary because I, I'm already familiar. You with know her, Hillary, right? I don't tell. want. I don't want. That's fair. Off of that because I don't know anything about the other. That's so, fair. That's fair. So you would vote for Hillary if you had to vote between those. You would vote for Hillary. I, yeah, I guess I would vote for Hillary. Oh, okay. 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 Cool. Now, tell me anything you want to talk about pop culture wise before we go. We've got about fifteen minutes. Madonna is launching her tour tonight. What do you guys? Do you have any expectations? Anything you want? I don't like, care. He don't care. <laughs> I wasn't asking you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to a concert in January. I know, but and... like, what? Like, what? What would be? Let me. This is gonna be a tough question. Mm-hmm. What would be a disappointing Madonna show? For to you, like, what would if this and this and this was missing would make it a disappointment? Well, I already know, I already know what the set list is, so I know what I already know what the show is, so I already know what to expect. And I am a little disappointed because she is not singing um, a couple songs that I like, but she doesn't ever sing everything the, the same every time. Yeah. Well, there's so many. No, she sings her old stuff, but she well, just I know. doesn't I'm sing. Saying that's usually people yeah. Expect but someone like me who's a huge Madonna fan, it's like I expect so much because I know every fucking song, and so like I pull out songs. Songs on my ass, like Secret Garden, that she's never sung ever in public. <laughs> I'm like, say Secret Garden, you know. So, I mean, she never wouldn't sing anyway. So, I won't, no matter what happens, I'll be very happy because I'll be close to the stage. I'll be close to be able to see her sweat and say, Girl, I love you. And so, that's good. That's good enough. That's all I care about. Just being in her presence, the Queen's presence. I guess for me, if I were to go to a Madonna concert, if you were, um, a disappointing thing for me would probably be no wardrobe changes. Hint, hint. Oh, please. We're talking about Madonna. Madonna would never. <laughs> she is she the queen of performing. No, that's never going to happen. Now, Janet Jackson, poor thing. I know we talked about this last week. I love her. And I just, I still, as I said last week, I think she should have absolutely made some fucking changes. And, you know, she's still good. Still love her voice. Still love her work. But she should have done Speaking something. Speaking of Janet, mm-hmm. I, I love me some Janet. But is it just me or, or, or is it just, or do I feel like her comeback has just kind of been kind of lackluster? It's like, mm-hmm. like, like she, I was expecting like this big, huge comeback and... She comes she out with apparently she has another new song out that's like a super big dance song. She all she it. she hasn't released her album either. It's just the one song. Well, yeah. I, I heard. I heard. I've heard the dance track. Um, um. It has. I, I don't like it as of now. Maybe it doesn't have you dancing. No. She okay. needs. Maybe. The problem is, I think, is that she. It seems to me, I don't know, didn't did her husband finance this or something? Or she and her husband together or something? I don't know. She did her own label or some shit. I don't know. And it seems to me some artists need more guidance than others in terms of their um, marketing and that kind of stuff. And I, I don't think she really she really handled this very well in terms of her comeback. She should have had much more... Um, much more fanfare about it. She should have. She should have done some touring, some like little venues. Or, I don't know something just to kind of get people songs, interested. Yeah, her songs get very little airplay. But I that's mean, very. Maybe she doesn't care about that. I mean, maybe she doesn't care about that. Maybe she's just doing it just to please the fans. She well, had no I mean, problem going away for two years. Well, that's. I mean, that's fine if, you, if she doesn't have a problem with it. But so far, they've been portraying it. I mean, when she came out with this whole. Twitter thing on Twitter talking about new music, new this, new that, new that. I mean, I'm sure all of her fans were expecting like this huge blow up comeback, and it's just been kind of like, 
you know, a moment when you release air out of a balloon. Yeah. I understand. You want it to be Janet. I get it. Exactly. And it's just been like, you Well, know, she, she, she's worthy of having a really great comeback. She's got the name. She's got the talent. She's got all that great stuff. But she just hasn't handled it well. That's my point. I listen, agree with you. Uh-huh. I am a diehard Britney Spears fan. Fan, Why? but I am just used to disappointing. Comics. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> ah, that's funny. So it just doesn't phase me anymore. Mm, yeah. Well, I, I can see why. <laughs> um, did you hear about the babysitter duct taping the kids to the chairs and forcing them to watch Mommy Dearest? No, no, I did not hear about this. Have either of you ever seen Mommy Dearest? Absolutely. Okay. Well, Jason, yeah. have you seen it? Of course. Okay. Well, not of course. Okay. Let me tell you real quick, just a one minute story. It's like, yeah, yeah. I went to a meeting with these two gay guys uh, for, they wanted me to do their house or whatever. And so this is like, I don't know, four or five years ago. I went to their house, went in there. And, and anyway, we were upstairs in their bedroom. And he said, well, I'm thinking about tearing down that wall because of the view. And I go, <laughs> and so I'm thinking these are two gay guys, right? And they were like in their thirties. So they probably had seen mommy dearest. And so I go, well, we should tear down that bitch of a bearing wall and put a window where it ought to be. <laughs> so I was just joking, and they had no fucking clue what I was talking about. <laughs> they thought I was fucking insane. And so I was like, okay. You're like, uh, no more wear hair? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I was no? like, Mommy Dearest, anybody? Anyway, so I know that movie inside and out. I know every fucking line, every suck, fucking like little look she makes. I just I've been watching it since I was a teenager. But um, the point is, this guy duct taped these kids to these chairs to force them to watch Mommy Dearest because their mother told the, told him to do so. He told them he told them he told him to make sure that they watched this movie from beginning to end. They did not get up, and if they got up, to make sure they watched it. So the guy, like a moron, decides to, to duct tape them to the chair and forces them to watch this so to, to teach them a lesson about you know be, being behaved children. But of course, it was a gay guy who did it, and it, it's just so embarrassing. I mean, why would you do that anyway? I thought that was frightening, Christina. <laughs> Christina, get out of that chair! <laughs> Why? Wait, 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 Why can't you give me the respect that I'm entitled to? Why can't you treat me like I'd be treated by any stranger on the street? Because I am not one of your fans. Anyway, as I said, I can recite the whole. I keep watching the whole fucking thing. Well, actually, when I was when I was in the nineties, they actually had a remix of all the the um, scenes from that that movie, and they would play uh, this funny song. But anyway, anyway, um, sorry, I just blown the off. It's on Netflix if you haven't seen. Yes, it's hilarious. If you haven't seen Mommy Dearest, you should watch it. But by the way, it's kind of sad because it's based on a true story, supposedly, and. and uh, about Joan Crawford and how she was kind of a horrible mother, but it's 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 just camping and funny when it's not supposed to be. So, if you're gay, you must. It's a must see. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're straight. What'd you say? I said, or if you're straight. Or if you're hetero. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what what movies have you guys seen lately that you've liked or loved? By the way, anything new? Um, I mean. Straight out of Compton, but I've already discussed it. But yes. I mean, that was the last movie I want to see. I do want to go see War Room. War Room? I, I haven't heard about that. Um, it's it's like, I don't know much about the movie, mm-hmm. but um, it, it supposedly took the spot of Straight Outta Compton this weekend. 
So, um, well, this past weekend, rather. So I, I do want to see that. I don't know much about the movie, um, but it people are just raving about it. And it made, you know, it was number one at the box office. So I'm going to see what it's all well, about. Well, my, my sister-in-law, my, my, my husband and I went to Waco where his family is for the weekend, for Labor Day weekend. And we went to see, um, because um, he has a niece who's only four and she was staying with her. We had to go see something that she could see. It was appropriate. So we went to see Inside Out. Have you ever seen that movie? It's a cartoon. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's it animated. Is. It was really cute. I was like, oh, God. I mean, the emotions. Yes, it's all your emotions in your head that come to life and how they're controlling you and everything. It was really, really good. I loved it. So if you haven't seen Inside Out, check that out. It was really cute. Watch it on Netflix or something. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, uh, Christian, on Netflix? Mm-hmm. When it comes out on Netflix. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, later. <laughs> I mean, later, 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 yeah. Uh, I haven't, I've, honestly, I haven't been to the movie since the Black Annie was out. Oh, my. That's why. No, I just, that's I, been I just ages ago. To you. That was the last movie I paid to see. I went to, like, a, a media premiere of that movie with, um, uh, God, what's her name? Amy, Amy Schumer, Schuler, Amy Schumer. Oh, Amy Trainwreck. Schumer. Trainwreck. I went to a media premiere of that, so I saw that before it came out. And then, um, how was that? that? Was, oh, I loved oh, it. It was, it was super okay. dirty, super funny. Awesome. Um, yeah, I love Amy Schumer. One. Anyway, I loved her way before she was ever on that movie. But yeah, she's yeah, awesome. I'm behind on my movies, but I just don't feel like it's been a strong year for movies this year. To be completely no. honest, friends of mine were talking really about. Yeah, friends of mine were talking about Fantastic Four. Oh, God. Um, and they talked about how disappointing it was. So That I'm looks so bad. It. it looks so bad to me. It's done, it's done really poorly. Um, but it, it, I just had no interest in seeing it at all because it looks so bad. <laughs> it just looked bad. Yeah. I, I usually only go to the movies around Oscar season, to be honest with you, because I like good movies. <laughs> so you just pick the ones that have been nominated for Oscars and you go watch those? No, no, no. Those are just typically the movies that... You end up you seeing... Know, are, yeah, that are written really well, that have depth, they have nice direction, the acting is amazing. Or like comedies, I like comedies. I don't do scary movies, so you won't catch me at the cinema around <laughs> Well, oh, War Room. It says War Room has... Alex like 30% in Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. Yeah, War Room, I don't know about that. Well, I'm looking at it now, and it made number one at the box office. Fan and reviews Just because people went to good. see it don't mean it was good. No, fan reviews are really good. Fan reviews, but... You got to go by fans and not by the stupid critics. Uh, critics. Yeah, critics don't know anything. Uh, you know what I mean. So anyway, <laughs> but anyway, um, I've been really into Bring It On. If you want to know the truth, I bought Bring It On on DVD. The movie? Yes, There's... and it's my current life. <laughs> I can see you liking Bring It On. Oh my god, that that my that god, makes it's so good. And me. I saw it when I was really little, but I didn't understand any of the jokes because <laughs> you were young. Adult, I watched it. You were really little in two thousand. Oh my god, you were. I was in like the first grade when that movie. <laughs> Jesus came out. fucking like, oh Christ! Really? You're an infant. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, this is, this is a cheerocracy. Cheerocracy, <laughs> yes, exactly. Kristen, My favorite part, Kristen and Gabrielle Dunst. Union is excellent. In that movie. She is. My favorite part is um, when they're having the confrontation about the stolen cheer, and she says, and there's a lot of like race issues in there. Yes, um, but it says she says Gabrielle Union's character says, "Burr, it's cold in here. There must be some Toros in the atmosphere." You don't really think a white girl wrote that shit, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I fell out, <laughs> up, and popped on my dang. Oh, that was so funny. Oh, God, I loved it. I loved uh, it. I love it. 
All right. Well, that's it for tonight's show, everybody. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. If you want to check us out, go to gayxyz.com. You can find us on Spreaker.com at GayXYZ Show. You can also go to Twitter, GayXYZ Show, and also on Facebook, GayXYZ Show. <laughs> so if you want to find out more about me, you can go to OffLimitsShow.com. Find out more about Christian, you can go to... ChristianAlexanderFashion.com. Follow me on Instagram at Christian Craven. And also, I'm going to be in Chicago for the next seven days. So if you're in Illinois or Chicago, or you know anything that's fun about the city, Boys Town, hit me up. Let me know what's going on. Jason? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. It is Jason B. Like, which is Jason underscore B-E underscore like, L-I-K-E. And we'll be back next week with more great things to discuss. Thank you for listening. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye.